need to get this fixed first. All right. Well, welcome everyone to an IMCO with me, Jonathan Chan. I'm just so glad that you can join me today at lunch, 12 p.m. on Wednesday, December the 8th, 2021. Uh, this is, by the way, the final IMCO before I take a Christmas break. I know I've been um, MIA for the past three months since our last IMCO. Reasons because there wasn't much to talk about. Uh, COVID has been still the top of the news of late. And so it, it just gets boring when you talk about anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers, right? It, like The more you talk about it, the more you get become redundant. It's almost like sermons. Not so much in sermons. Unless you're not, unless you recycle them often, uh, it's okay to recycle, by the way. But you know, this is like, how many times do, can you read a book anyway? You know, one book. Besides the point. Uh, so, however, however, there is something to talk about today, and I am going to talk about misinformation. That's right. This word has been popping up recently, and uh, it's been hashtagged quite often recently. Because, well, with, our, with today's day and age of technology, we are blessed with social media outlets such as Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, etc., etc. And so misinformation can be spread like wildfire. And it's been on the news, on the, uh, talked about on the news, it's been talked about by the medical professionals, uh, talked about by Dr. Bonnie Henry, and also our medical, uh, I mean, not medical, our health ministers about trying finding ways to educate us, the public, on not being led astray by misinformation. So that's the topic for today's IMCO. We are talking about misinformation. Now, what sparked this also was not because of the news, actually. What really sparked it was really a comment made directly to our Facebook page. Now, not the church Facebook page, as some of you are aware that I'm also a pastor at Crucible Church, but what I do for my day job, which is company of disciples, right? There was a person who submitted a feedback or a recommendation or not, not recommendation to our Facebook page of company of disciples. And this is what this person wrote. Now, my apologies for how small it is, but hopefully you could see it. So I quote from this person. Uh, first of all, this person said, uh, doesn't recommend company and disciples. That's okay. That's your opinion. That's fine. I don't recommend certain restaurants as well because of their service. So you are feel free, feel free to not recommend company and disciples. Go for it. I don't take it personally. But then follows up with the reason why this person does not recommend company and disciples. It goes like this. It's grossly uninformed statements uh, and ignorant opinions. Literally treats ministry as a for-profit business. What? <laughs> like, how do I treat company and disciples as a for-profit business? Or how does company and disciples treat for-profit business? I have no idea. There are no specific examples provided. There's no other comment threads after it. Um, first of all, though, I want to say thank you so much for this person to finally provide some feedback. I've been always asking after every IMCO, after every sermon, after every uh, Gospel X to, you know, to encourage all of you listeners and watchers out there 
to give me feedback, to give me critiques, like agree, disagree, or you want to throw the book at me, the God-given book at me, go for it, right? So this person did. So thank you so much for this person to submit some feedback and provide me with some critique. So uh, this person says I'm grossly uninformed. I make grossly uninformed statements and ignorant opinions. And I think this person is referring to my IMCOs. But then, of course, I always like if you've been following me, I've mentioned that my sermons are also my opinion. Right? Sermons are opinions, folks. They're not the, like, the hard truth and that that's it and that's the only person that, and this is the only opinion that, that is true. No, sermons are interpretations of, from the pastor. It's a pastor's interpretation or the speaker's interpretation of the passage. That's their opinion too. Okay, so this person says that my opinions, whether it be my sermons or my inquos or my gospel acts, are uninformed statements and ignorant opinions. So that, that alone moved me and motivated me to talk about it, to talk about misinformation. And so let us begin with that, shall we? So here are my ruminations on this. Uh, in light of COVID, in light of all the hoopla news around misinformation, uh, I've been ruminating and thinking about this, and so hopefully my ruminations can be helpful for you folks out there who may be watching, listening, or watching the recording afterwards. And hopefully, because it's a Christian opinion, that hopefully it's Christian enough. Number one, I, I call it so judgy. <laughs> um, I accuse myself as well. I have to point a finger at myself as well. That sometimes, uh, you know, when we offer up our opinions and critiques on others, it just does sound kind of judgmental. It sounds very condescending. Uh, in other words, that uh, it sounds like uh, uh, it's very easy to make uh, these statements and uh, almost see ourselves taking the high ground and see everybody else below us. So my rumination is um, we have to watch ourselves. As a Christian, we have to watch ourselves when it comes to critique. There's a fine line, right? A, a fine balance between a critique and becoming a self-righteous douchebag, right? Uh, and that's why I say so judgy. We have to watch ourselves, and I have to watch myself, uh, that when I uh, see something that's blatantly wrong, I have to also remind myself that I am coming from my own perspective. That I have to come from my own opinions as well and my own convictions and the way I read things. All right, granted, I do not believe that the anti-vaxxers are correct. I fully agree that everyone should be vaccinated. I fully agree that children need to be vaccinated. I fully agree that COVID exists. It's not, a, it's not fake, folks. It's real. And the Omicron is as bad as a Decepticon. So... Uh, just kidding, by the way. And so therefore, um, when people, anti-vaxxers come with all their information and accuse me of misinformation, and I accuse them of mis being misinformed, I have to watch myself as well uh, of not becoming judgmental. How do I approach my criticism of others and, or, and how do I receive criticism from others? 
as gracefully and mercifully as possible and as lovingly as possible. That's my first rumination is that we have to watch ourselves, me specifically in this example, as a Christian, how can I give critique that does not sound judgmental nor condescending? Two, when I provide my critique though, as a Christian, I need to be specific. The person who gave me that feedback uh, that, uh, you know, that I showed you in the previous, earlier, earlier in this IMCO, the person said that it's grossly misinformed, blah, 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 right? Well, give some specifics. Is it my entire, all my, all my opinions and my sermons are grossly misinformed? Maybe, but give me a freaking example, right? And that's what I want to uh, watch myself as well. It is so easy to make totalit totalitary comments. Is there a word like that? Totalitary? Yeah, like all-encompassing, uh, just a catch-all. It's very easy to say, everyone's an idiot. No, it, now you are giving yourself a burden to prove it, right? Like you have to give specifics. I have to give specifics when I critique others. And it's an art form, right, of criticism. Criticism is something that uh, I think we as human beings have not developed fully and needs to continue to develop and need to continue to evolve in uh, because it's a blessing to be able to critique. That's what makes us human beings. And if we cannot critique appropriately or properly, then it does sound very judgy. So number two, specifics, how can we improve on our criticism that doesn't sound judgmental is to be specific and not just have this all-encompassing, all-engrossing total statement that it says that this person is a complete, uh, has, is grossly misinformed and ignorant opinions. Because, well, give me an example. Be more specific because that's a, pro that's a proper critique as opposed to some general statement because when we make those, that's when we sound condescending and judgmental. Lastly, misinformed or just plainly disagree. I feel that this person here just plainly disagrees with me and hence concludes that I am misinformed, grossly misinformed and ignorant. I've had this happen before. Uh, I've made comments, I've been interviewed by, uh, by news outlets as well, and I made comments on things that were hot topics of the day. If you Google my name, chances are you may have seen my name attached to some of the protests happening in Hong Kong and, uh, way back a couple of years ago. And so I was accused of being grossly misinformed, even though a lot of my uh, sources were from The Economist, uh, from The New Yorker, uh, <laughs> from various uh, reputable news outlets, yet I was grossly misinformed of my opinions. So I came to the conclusion that maybe just like myself, who I am, where I can fall into the trap of, maybe they just disagree with me. Maybe it's not about being misinformed. Maybe they just disagree with me. And I have to watch myself as well as a Christian or even as a good human being, right? I'm sure my, some of my atheist friends would agree that just be a good human being and maybe just evaluate whether I just disagree and not necessarily that these people are misinformed. I just basically disagree with them. And so I got to watch myself that this is my opinion of the matter, not necessarily factual, not necessarily backed by facts. It's just my opinion. And that 
Unfortunately, through Google and through their algorithms, I'm gathering information to support my opinion as opposed to listening to opposing opinions and opposing facts. And so is it a misinformation or is it just me disagreeing with that person? And that's what I have to uh, watch out for as well when it comes to criticizing someone is that am I really critiquing on the and backing it up with information of my own? Or am I just so convinced that I'm right and that they're wrong and that I'm just basically reaching to a conclusion that they are misinformed and placing judgment on them? All right, let's move on. So what's my conclusion today? Well, here's my conclusion for my IMCO. And by the way, thank you for staying as long as you have to do this, to listen to me blur up in my IMCO. My conclusion, to give and receive criticism, like I said earlier, is a gift that makes us human. This is what separates us from the animals, is the ability to criticize each other and to receive them well. Yet, there's also, as I mentioned, a fine line before our criticism becomes a self-righteous proclamation, in other words, saying that I'm right and you're an idiot. So, to, to approach it as a Christian in terms of approaching criticism and misinformation, etc., we have to remember that criticism is an art form. It's a gift, and we should treat it as a gift, as a blessing. And we have to be good stewards of this blessing of criticizing others. That there's a fine line before our criticism becomes a self-righteous proclamation and becomes judgmental. We need to understand that a lot of it comes from our own opinions, convictions, and our own information that we've gathered. And we have to be able to receive opposing information, opposing views, and opposing opinions gracefully. So another thing uh, like uh, I want to offer up that, dis- that, uh, distingu- that distinguishes from judgmental and you know, borderline criticism is... I have to offer a scripture passage, right? This is an IMCO. And so I found this helpful. Now, this was brought up during a board meeting that I was involved in. I'm involved in uh, two or three boards, can't remember, but I'm sure at least I have two I know of. And uh, it was a disagreement between two parties that we had to navigate. It was a disagreement between uh, several WhatsApp group chatting and, you know, chitter chatter and rumors were flying around. And the rumors that, that were addressing to that person that these rumors were addressing. And I found the principal, uh, the superintendent, uh, sharing very helpful. And what he shared was actually this passage. It goes like this. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 17. If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she accepts the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Oh, sorry. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. 
the reason why I'm sharing this with you, all of you, is that uh, it is very easy now these days to post something on Facebook and, or Twitter or whatever and publicly declare the person that, you, that we disagree with as an idiot or wrong, that we're right, they're wrong. Very easy. We're losing the art form of cr proper critique. Proper critique is first and foremost, as a Christian, to go to the person directly, to whether to write a letter directly to that person, address that to the, to the person, or to just meet with the person one-on-one -on -one directly, whether it be on Zoom or whether it be in person over a cup of coffee. By the way, if you're the one who's going to criticize that person, you better be buying the coffee. But it's that whole art form of being able to critique and being able to chat with the person before we establish a conclusion that they are being misinformed or that they're just a complete idiot. That, the art of that, we're losing that art, the art of that. And Jesus here, right here in Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 17, tells us and reminds us as Christians specifically that we need to get back to that art form. That if we disagree with that person, we do not jump to a conclusion that they are misformed and then broadcast it publicly, whether through WhatsApp chat groups or Facebook or Twitter. We don't do that. We don't jump directly head on to tell everyone that they're wrong and misinformed. What we do, though, is to go directly to the person, write a letter, or maybe even invite them to a coffee chat to just fully understand where that person is coming from, understand where they're getting their information, understand where their, where their head is at before we place judgment on them of whether being misinformed or just being wrong. Uh, criticism, I guess, as I said, is a gift and we need to be good stewards of that. And good stewards means to hold our judgments, hold them back, and meet with the person first and foremost, because that is the most Christian thing to do. Well, that's it from me. My name is Jonathan Chan. I am so glad that you can join me today at this IMCO before we take a Christmas break. Till January 2022, have a wonderful winter break, and we will, oh, sorry, wonderful Christmas break, and we will see you in January. Again, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, disagreements, want to throw the book at me, again, send it over through my, through my Facebook page, put it on the comments below, or just email me at jonathan at companyofdisciples.com or visit my website at companyofdisciples.com. Till the new year, have a blessed rest of 2021.